You're listening to Reading Between the Lines with your host, Drew Parker. Hello, you are listening to the RBTL Podcast. I am your host, Drew Parker, along with my co-host, John Starrett. Say what's up, John. How's it going? You can find this podcast on Facebook, iTunes, SoundCloud. And my tw- YouTube page, Twitter, too. your YouTube page. Go ahead and plug that. All right, John Starrett, J-O-H-N-S-T-A-R-R-E-T-T, and you can search that on YouTube and Texas Tech or Red Raiders, and you'll get it. And uh, we have a lot of Texas Tech fun to talk about today, but give us a little overview of what we got going on today, John. All right, first things first. Texas Tech is a hoops and stick school. <laughs> By that, I mean that we play basketball and we play baseball and we do them pretty well. We're hooping, they're hooping, and we're hollering. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you lived under a rock, but if you didn't, you might know that Texas Tech basketball is in the Sweet 16. Woo! Man, I did not at that, the beginning that, of this year that, think that, that was a possibility. That, um, that um, requires a table pound. We did it. <laughs> I thought second, like, Almost like in the second half of the Stephen F. Austin game, that yeah. we would not be here still. And I was definitely and here. Nervous. We are not even a week later, and just the Sweet Six team, uh, unreal, unreal, tied with the farthest Tech has ever been. Friday night cannot come soon enough, and it's wow, it's a beautiful time to be a Red oh, Raider. It is. Um, not only that, but baseball is ranked in the mm-hmm. top ten still after. No, yeah, no, not not a, unanimously, but the, but the one poll that people look at the most often, D one baseball has is ten. Yeah, and D one baseball has us at ten. Right. I saw us at nine. I saw us at eleven. So the the, being the, the lowest 10. one is seventeen. Sorry, that was really loud. Uh, the lowest one is seventeen. The highest one is I think nine. But you know. So yeah, we'll get into a little bit more talk about baseball during this podcast. That'll be just a short segment. Mm-hmm. And uh, if we didn't bring up Texas Tech football and. It's surprising. It's been overlooked so it's much. We're being, it's because we're just mesmerized by what's happening to this. I mean, as team. as we should be. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, and they deserve it. They deserve our So support. just a few things to mention about that. And I think Cliff likes the fact that all that uh, mm-hmm. media attention is off. Right, right. All on the basketball program and stuff like that. So, yeah, first things first, I wanted to say that the Tech football program has their spring games soon. Uh, this Saturday they play in Midland, and then they play the Frisco, the Star, um, in Dallas on April 7th. And finally, in Lubbock on April 14th is the final of the scrimmage series, if you will. And the biggest question on a lot of people's mind is who's the quarterback? And uh, we'll certainly have a – I don't know if you'll have a good picture of that by the, by the end of the three games, but you'll have a better picture of that by the, by the end of the third third game. We'll uh, let you I'll know when we know. Right. But as of now, I guess the – and, and I really – I really knowing Cliff, I really don't think the starting role will be announced until, like, the week of Ole Miss, honestly. I mean, that's fair. Right. Um. Keep it under wraps as much as you can. It right. sounds like they're splitting reps a mm-hmm. bunch. Uh, fan favorite favorite is obviously I, Jet Duffy. I for would that. be shocked if he wasn't the starter, but you know that's not my call. Yeah, I remember uh, a few years back when it was Mahomes and uh, Webb, and I was like, well, if Mahomes doesn't get this job, right, something right. is seriously wrong. And um, I wouldn't say it's that to that point yet because Jet right. Duffy is not proven as a college quarterback right. yet. But yes, definitely the fan like the fan favorite there. Um, don't rule any of them out. Cliff right. Cliff is known as the quarterback guru. The quarterback Alan Bowman. Who, who, you never know. Alan Bowman could come in and just rock, yeah. rock man. Um, he's a competitor works. from all uh, what we've heard there. Whatever gets us those eight wins. Uh, whatever gets us a better defense, too. <laughs> it was great last year compared to how it's been. Mm-hmm. But, man, if we have a marked increase 
next year too. Which I can't the, even imagine. That would be beautiful. Yeah, it would be to become Absolutely. an average defense. To the now point you know <laughs> everybody's saying we we hired the. I know we're going longer than. than yeah, that's we fine. Were going Go ahead. To, but um, uh, we hired this new offensive coordinator, and um, you know I. Uh, I forget his name. I know he he was from he was he was really at, at Central Michigan, and then before that he was in Indiana. Don't yeah, I want to say name. something, Johns. Uh, yeah, Kevin Johns. Kevin that's what Johns. It was. Um, and um, he, people are saying, well, get back to the air raid. That's what that's what worked. Well, don't be surprised if we go to the very. I, I would not be surprised if I don't know when the opening day is somewhere in early September. Uh, we go to Energy Stadium to play Ole Miss, and um, I wouldn't be surprised if you saw a very conservative style of offense that that ratted on on our production of the defense i, I don't be surprised if, if, Jeff, if jet duffy truly is a starter don't be surprised if we see a lot of run pass option and 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 and, and read options yeah so this podcast i actually listen to i can give him a quick shout out i don't really know me at all but uh it's like they call it uh two three two three personnel yeah, 23 yeah, personnel they, they were originally come and take it and then somebody had that license so yeah they had come and talk it come and, talk and then yeah, uh you're right they changed over to that right. i've been listening to them mm-hmm. and uh that's pretty funny that they have like the was it two tight ends or three tight ends two uh running backs in the backfields what the two three personnel is called oh really huh. um it's basically the opposite of what the arid at right, tech has right. been you know with five wide or four wide uh, i would and not so, be surprised at least for the first game just to see a very cons- i mean it, and it's gonna piss off off a lot of students i promise you that they'll be like oh you know don't fix what ain't broken it's like well was it really what's really know, going well well, what was broken maybe had to do with our off- offensive line right. and the running game and our, getting and engaged. And our, no, no, Shivenek, but a less competent quarterback than we're used to. Yeah, I mean, when you have the 10th overall draft pick and a right, potential right. franchise guy. You're not going to live up to that. Yeah, with the, they could throw the ball 80 yards right. like it's nothing. Uh, Yeah, everybody else looks bad after right. that. But anyway, <laughs> but that's our spiel on that, and we just totally that was off the dome. Right. So, and, and and I apologize if I sound a little hoarse today. It's because I was in Dallas all weekend cheering on our Red Raiders. So, pardon me for a little bit of a, a pony in my voice. <laughs> little pony, a little horse. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty good joke. <laughs> <laughs> I better pony up, right? Yeah, don't hit the nay nay. Uh, hi. We've, we've covered all the good jokes now. We can move on. <laughs> uh, I'm just a little jackass. What can I say? <laughs> all right, let's let's jump right into Texas Tech baseball. All right, so the big thing: the Texas Tech Raider Raiders are 17 and five right now on the season. Of course, all five of those losses have come as a part of this yeah. eight-game road trip against Kentucky, Louisville, and Baylor. Um, being away from home lo- that long is rough, and all three places had inclement weather. We we split Kentucky. Oh no, sorry, we lost the series Kentucky to uh, one two. We yeah. lost series to Baylor one two, and then we split with Louisville the mid- middle of the week. Yeah. yeah, and most of those games apparently were like yeah. forty degree weather, right, ice right. and yeah, snow we, on the field. Not the conditions you're going to be playing when it comes right. to you know the real time of season. Whenever. It all matters, and, and you know everyone freaks out because, like, obviously you leave Lubbock with a fourteen and zero record, and then you come back seventeen and five. Like, obviously there's gonna be a little bit of a shock factor, like what is happening, but you couldn't. Ex- Baseball is one of those sports where you're gonna have that lull in the season. It's just a matter of when and and, and who it's against. Um, yeah, and that's so. I mean, it's you know. five game losing streak, right. and uh, we're still recognized as one of the better teams in the country. Oh, we yeah. talked about just a. A minute ago, Tech ranked tenth over one, overall by D one baseball, eleventh right. by Baseball America, and ninth on the coaches poll. I mean, being around tenth is definitely not a bad place to nah, be. Not at all. So that's that's generally what I get out of that, is that it's it's fine. Like right. right now in the season, not time to panic. 
Um, although the injury to Stephen Gingry, yeah, yep. it's it, it's showing it's, it's showing, showing a little it's bit. Where. Yeah, um, I. Uh, Davis Martin has lately has stepped up. Um, so as, last year it was Davis Martin. This yeah, year it's right. Stephen Gingry having trouble. Um, and, and you know, uh, if it wasn't for our lack of offense, um, I think it was against. Yeah, we struggled. Baylor. He, he uh, Martin pitched a heck of a Friday night against Baylor. Which and Baylor had rain delays runs. and all sorts of right, crazy right. things too. And and, so. and and the big part of Saturday was the rain delay because we we uh, we went to the bullpen right for the rain delay and then right as you got your pitcher warmed up, yeah. they delayed. You can't it's keep like them you warm can't, for two hours. Right. Um. Yeah. But but speaking of the injury bug, we did oh, get no. another another key injury. Um. Uh, Erickson Lanning, um, one Man. of our one of our other left weekend left-handed pitchers, which left-handed pitchers are not a dime a dozen by any means. Yeah, so, for sure. So they're big for your program. He, they haven't disclosed what kind of injury it is, but it is some sort of arm injury, and he is out for the season. Uh, so you come in the season uh, with four of your four people that you consider locks to be your weekend guys, and then you have two. At the start, and then you have two remaining at the start of mutual play. Not the ideal start of the season. Yeah, that's gonna be tough. But man, this this team is deep, right. and they're they're a strong team. Now he is looking at a red shirt, so I would expect Erickson Landon to come back. Yeah. So with Gingry, his career is definitely over as a right. red writer. He's well, moving on. I mean, yes, he could. Th- there's a chance. Yeah. If he, um, if he thinks he he can do a good senior season and, and raise a stock, there's a chance. But I would not bet on that. Yeah, I would not either. Um, he definitely looks like a pro prospect, so right. as soon as he heals up, he's probably going to go that direction. And because a lot of teams know that usually with Tommy John's surgery, and he's already had surgery, uh, I, I did, did get that confirmed. Okay. Uh, yeah. He already has had surgery. Um, he, uh, A lot of people with the Tommy John surgery, they are stronger when they come back. Um, I don't know if that means he's going to come back stronger for tech and raise the stock, or 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 if an M, or if a I almost said MLB. Oh no, it is MLB. Uh, or if an MLB team is going to pick that up and be yeah. like, yeah, we'll we'll game on you. Now the only thing is, um, this is kind of the the wishful thinking for tech fans. Um, I think he would get better treatment as a Red Raider than as a potential. Uh, NBA, uh, NBA, gosh, dang MLB, it. MLB player. I always get those three. Two I wonder stuff. what sport you're thinking about uh, right now. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> uh, and but it, it's because you know, tech. They know you. They've been with you. They've grown with you. And, and you're, and you're obviously you're a prized possession um, at this university, and they'll and they'll put a lot of time into you. But if you go to, I don't know, what's an ace in the MLB right now? What's an ace? Do you know what? Which team has an ace that you can name? Like Clayton Kershaw. Clayton Kershaw, Dodgers. So let's say he goes with the Dodgers. They, okay. they. Uh, I'm not. I don't even know the draft pick. I'm just assuming at this point. Um, if if they he get, if he goes to the Dodgers, he won't get as as good as treatment because they're gonna be more focused on Clayton Kershaw. He's gonna get like kind of the secondary treatment. Okay. Not that it's a bad thing. Not that it's purposeful it just happens you know you have more message in, into, into other players than the, into some players than others yeah and i feel like he wouldn't go straight to the like majors he would not i maybe, don't know because a lot of even like first overall picks sometimes they start them out in the minors right. just to build right, them up. right and, and, um, and so you can prove yourself at, at the next higher speed also yeah that'll i mean either way um just coming off of the injury he'll right. have his he'll have his chances to prove himself right. and i think he'll be drafted my right. guess is top 10 rounds that is without any right like now, understanding behind as, it. As for the actual season, uh, we did pick up a key win against Baylor. Uh, Sunday, Sunday, I believe, was an 11-4 victory after dropping the first two. Um, yeah. 
and we're coming back and playing Northwestern, I believe in a four-game set. I believe it's a Saturday doubleheader um, this weekend, um, one Friday, two Saturday, one Sunday. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, a big, that's a big game because Nor- Northwestern is, is high in, in RPI right now, very really? high, uh, top five. Um, that's incredible. So, so it, it was good, and also it's good that we got that last win in, in in Waco because, in terms of your hopes of getting a national seed or your hopes of winning the, winning, winning the Big Twelve, it is much. Now, I'm not saying it's impossible. It's just much harder to do that when you get swept by by a by a inferior yeah, getting, inferior team. Getting swept hurts all the time. Right. Right. Um. But man, that game, and, I was like, right. we have to win this right. game on Sunday. And, and you know, as much as I hate TCU and I want to beat them in everything, uh, <laughs> I. If if we're second field to them, if we're second field to them in conference, but we get a national seed and we host a regional super regional, I'm all for it. Okay, like it, it was kind of the debate that we had with basketball this year. It was like, do you want a conference championship or do you want a big run in the in the tournament? Yeah, it's, it's do you want the 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 conference crown or do you want to go to Omaha? That kind of that kind of yeah. You know, in and, out. and we've won the the conference the last few years, right? The last couple of years, I guess technically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. Really, so, Omaha's the hope, and it will always be the hope. Right, and and I, and I wouldn't put push the panic button yet. Uh, it's a long season. Uh, yeah, the cards are seemingly stacked against us right now. The basketball, uh, the the odds, the basketball gods have have um, certainly turned their fortunes around for us lately after the injury bug that plagued us late late in the late down the stretch of the regular season. Uh now you see baseball suffering from that same thing. So it's Man, just, the injury know, bug was the right. last podcast we talked about that when the right. news about Gingry first right. came out, all that stuff. It's been a while since but, then. It's right. crazy. And, but but I, I would I trust I would trust to tell him my life. Um, I don't even know him, and I would, and I say that. Um, <laughs> he, I, so any button he wants to press, well, however, even even if it seems ridiculous, I'll let him press him. So I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have hit the panic button yet by any means. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, he's a trusted coach. Right. Over the past few years, he's made some really good decisions, brought right. in some really good players. And, um, and, and, it's and, pretty and incredible. Being at the stage we are, we're recruiting at a at a high level. So even yeah, we're even, picking up national right. recruits. You talk about Gabe Holt, right. yeah, oh, the freshman. Yeah. Uh, um, we got him out of what Georgia, right? And so and and you know all e- over. even even our back even our backup hands in the bullpen who are now going to be going to be getting more time with the with the Gingery and Erickson injuries. Yeah, uh, they are you know. They they haven't seen competition at this speed yet, but they're still you know we recruited them high, so we expect them to be able to perform when they're called on. Yeah, and I mean if like basketball wasn't any indication, those right. minutes gained in your freshman year, they come in real handy. Right, like, right. You right. think about Keenan Evans in his freshman year versus right. now. oh no, Keenan Evans those hours right. and those game minutes huge. Keenan Evans Keenan Evans was a shell of himself uh, his freshman year, even two years ago. Right, yeah, and so. We are definitely. It's probably time to transition into that. So, don't that was, don't press the panic button. We didn't plan that. <laughs> don't pan, don't press the panic button on baseball. But there's one sport that's more exciting than mm. baseball right now. And let's talk about college basketball. All right, man. College basketball. Since we last talked, the tournament has started. We got our seed. The tournament has started. It's been a wild one. Some rounds went through. There's been some crazy games. Do you have any off the top of your head that we want to talk about to well, start? Well, I was at both of the Loyola games. The Loyola was also in La 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 La. Yeah. Loyola, Chicago. That's a tough Every time I say it, it comes out like La 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 La. But Loyola 
um, Chicago um, was in the same region as Tech, so I was able to see both of their thrilling games over Miami, which was hilarious to see all the Miami fans that, that came in, and then <laughs> and then later the Tennessee game, which Tennessee showed out. Uh, um, oh yeah, I bet. Uh, Loyola's fans were vocal and they were and they were they were numerous, but but, yeah, but that's Tennessee what showed heard. up also. Oh, it was they were loud. They were so loud. So did you see in person that old? Loyola Chicago fan, the grandma age. Not, one? not within like, like, not like close. personal range, but like I, I saw it on the court. And you're like, hey, right, Sister Jean, Jean. <laughs> I don't ever know that, but it's Jean Schmidt. Really? Yeah, that's a very German sounding name. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, it, it, it was it was fun. They uh they they got that they got they made the buzzer beater against Miami, which was amazing. Um, and then they got a impossible roll on a fadeaway off balance. You know, pull up uh, against Tennessee, which I still don't know how it went in. There were some wild buzzer beaters. There was, and then uh, some game-shattering buzzer uh, beaters. This wasn't the first round, but in the second round, uh, uh, we also had we also had um, Syracuse over Michigan State. Yeah, we also seed, had, which, right? which which was a again, another eleven seed. Right, right. They're both um, 11s. And then we had um, we had Michigan over who was it was about a buzzer beat over. I don't remember. It was. Um, <laughs> I, I remember what the, what it looks like. It was a fourteen seed, obviously. Yeah. No, it wasn't because it was it was a well, second round. Yes. It was over. Uh, hold on, it'll come to me. Oh, Houston. Houston. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Because it, I was like, man, I felt so bad for Houston. I looked up and I was not paying attention. I looked up and I was like, that was wow. This is a right. game. And then all of a sudden, wow, wait, what's happening? That was just, that, that was just a forty out. a forty foot buzzer beater three. No big deal. Off so, balance, right? Oh, off balance. He did like a, the splits in the air. Yeah, it's um, a wild finishing shot. Just right. threw it up there. It looked like it wasn't the best shot, but man, it went in. That's and what then, matters. And uh, of course, the 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 buzz of the social media for t- at least two days was the UMBC game over Virginia. So history was made. So Sixteen beat a one. Yes, Sixteen sir. beat a one. And I was hanging out with my family um, at a restaurant, and my dad was like, like, hey. Stop right. talking to me. I'm watching this game. It was so funny. And it he was, was getting so it into wasn't it. A, it wasn't a last-second shot, buzzer beater. It was a th- drumming, 20 points. When you beat the number one seed by 20 points, right. and you're a 20-point underdog. Not just the number one seed, number one overall seed. And number one overall team. Right. What happened there? It it was just show shot. You know, they, I was they, I was watching Virginia, and I was like, it, did they it, forget how to play defense? It's kind of like was happening. It's kind of like the formula that Oklahoma State used against us when we went up to Galakariva, um, which is where OSU plays. If you don't know, um, okay, they they basically said, hey, we're gonna shoot threes, and if and if we hit them, then you can't stop us. And that's what they did. They they were raining threes all night on them. That's what scares me is the teams that got hot against us from three, like them right, and Iowa right. State. When in the oh, second yeah. half, when you get hot from three, there's nothing you can do. Shout out to Oklahoma State. You're you're rocking and rolling in the NIT. You should be you should be probably playing in this in the Sweet 16. But the but the um but the committee likes Trey Young over you. So sorry about you, <laughs> man. Yeah, I'm still a little bitter over yeah. that. Because oh, they, they they have. I think they, remember what we said. The only reason that they would put right. OU in there is because of Trey Young. If he I, wasn't I, on that I, team, I think no. they have five wins over Sweet 16 teams. Oh, wow. in the regular season. And yeah, so you're saying your case for Oklahoma State. Yeah. Should have been it's, in. It's, 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 I hope they win the NIT. I, that's the only reason why I'm somewhat. I haven't. I haven't watched any NIT basketball, but but I, but I yeah. just I, I follow Oklahoma State because I want them to do kind I've of watch. Um, what's the word? Uh, Represent. Uh, sanctify? Not sanctify. <laughs> that's that's uh, rectify. Yeah, that's there. Weird. We go. Um, same same. If I word. Um, Make the committee feel bad. Right. Right. <laughs> like what did you do? Vindicate. That's what I was looking Ooh, for. Vindicate. That's, that's a good for. word. 
vindicate that feeling of right. man, we deserve to be in the tournament. Right. And if you win the NIT, like you still have to be good to win the yeah, NIT. Yeah, because 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 TCU won it last year, and uh, yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Um, I haven't followed it very closely, but I noticed there's like a four quarter system in that. I don't like it. They, cha- they, they change the rules. I, I I don't don't change college basketball and NBA. They were toying the, around the, with it. I don't know. There's a reason why why viewership in the NBA is down and college is not because because college won't toy with their rules. Don't. Yeah. Like I mean. I get that women's is already that way, but don't toy with the rules for the for, for the for the regular season. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. If it ain't broke, don't, don't fix, fix it. it. That was a good time. <laughs> but let's get back to the real tournament. Let's get back to the NCAA tournament because right now we've done sixty four. We got down the round of thirty two, and now currently we're at the sweet, sweet sixty. Ah, oh, that would have been perfect. I, was, I stopped so you could that say that would have been perfect. Sweet, sweet 16. sixteen. That was yeah. That was, that was a little dumb. But we are at the point where it really matters, where the glory happens, where, where the you know this is this is the round that I think uh, it's going to strike midnight for some of these Cinderella teams. And think about the impact on recruiting this will have for oh, Tech. Like yeah, we already I mean, have knock, ESPN. Knock on all the wood in the area that you have on, but but I have a. I mean, we're, obviously we're we're going to go over every matchup, and then we're going to get into Tech. But I have a good feeling about this Friday, and I will and I will keep it keep it to myself for now. It's our first not home game of the tournament, right? Because <laughs> Dallas is basically a home game. How was the showing? Um, just before we get into all those Sweet Sixteen seeds, how was the showing in Dallas? You said you were there. I live, was there for, I was there for both, both games. games. Um, okay. For 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 Thursday, it was there were a lot of SFA fans came. Obviously, they're they're kind of metroplexy kind of thing kind of place yeah. too. It's um, the biggest uh, tech fan. Base. It was probably about seventy five twenty five tech at, yeah. at the first game. The Saturday game was about ninety five five. I was like, I saw some of the videos, yes, like panning around yes. the facilities, and it looked like it, there it was, was hardly another fan. Like, like it was almost the, the, all the Miami fans were very concentrated. I, whenever they, it was funny. We kind of did like a like a fan base battle. Whenever Florida would do their chance, the Red Raiders in the building would overpower them. Oh, I bet it was fantastic. And I, I heard it, and I was like, wow, yeah, that Red Raider power is echoing. When that Zaire dunk, oh, also we'll get to this. When, when that Zaire dunk went down. <laughs> You could not hear in that place. There was some crazy atmosphere. So you watched those two tech games, of course, winning both of them. I watched the Florida after I, I watched I watched the the Florida game on that Thursday, so I could kind of see what, what we're up against. Um, okay, but and then I watched both loyal games. Do you have like was, a day pass where you could just stay for all of them that day, we, or did you get separate tickets? There, there's three sessions. There, there there's the first session on Saturday, on Thursday, second session on th- the Thursday, and then there's one session on Saturday. Okay, so so there were three combined tickets for 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 the weekend. Okay, that's pretty so, cool. Yeah, I like the way that's set up. Um, yeah, I w- I would have loved to been there. It looks like you it, had to- it was tons of fun. It was it was I I'm, you know it's it's. I would say, I don't want to say tech fan mentality in me, uh, but it's it's the just I'm getting greedy now. You know we we the the expectations for the for this team from everybody from everyone that I look up to in the sports media world said second weekend second weekend second weekend. Now we're here. We're on the second weekend. It, uh, and and I I in my not just in my in my heart but in my brain I I don't expect us to beat Purdue, but I think we will. <laughs> I, I I don't think we're playing with how I don't think we're we're in the we're in the realm of playing with house money yet, but we're getting close. If if we, if we get to the elite eight, which is, by the way we've never been that far in program history. Yes, um, one more win and you're farthest right. you've ever been. You it's basically down to four 
40 minute seasons. That's it. That's a good way to think That's about it. it. And Chris Four Beard and his team seasons. have chunked it down to right. say, just win this series, just right. focus on this series, just focus on this and, game. And these you know, it, it's it's I want to lead eight, and you know what? Even if we get to lead eight, I'm gonna want four final four. And even if we get final four, I'm gonna want the championship game. And hell, if we get the championship game, all I'm gonna want to do is wait, is is cut that nylon and raise that trophy. <laughs> it's just it's just sports, see how it snowballs. Sports is just <laughs> it's just, it just a a a a a a um what's the word? Dang it, a continuously refilling reservoir of yeah. excitement and passion and hope that that for all but one of the 300-something D1 teams is going to crush you in the end. Yeah. There's only one team that yeah. ends up happy There's at the end of the year. There's only one team. And but, um, it's a wonderful ride as well. It's beautiful moments. Yes. The pure emotion of March Madness is fantastic. Right. Now, now, before we get into the Sweet 16 matchups, Okay. Talk to me about the SFA game. That, okay. That game was pretty nuts. It, it, they, they. I expected a hard fight, and that's what we got. S- right, SFA so has been there, done that kind of. Do you want to just dig into all three games, and then we'll start doing all three games. So the two, and then the one we have against Purdue, Purdue? Sure. and then yeah. we can do the whole. We'll, Sweet we'll just 16. do that. We'll kind of flop order. Here. All right. Yeah. So here, here's what we'll do. We're gonna call this segment Texas Tech basketball. Oh yeah. Uh. I love that. <laughs> so Texas Tech basketball. We're going to talk about the matchups in the Sweet Six or the round of 64, 32, and then the matchup coming up in the Sweet 16. Right. And then we're going to segue that into all those Sweet 16 teams. So Perfect. let's start with the Stephen F. Austin matchup. Man, that, that first half of the game. For, for the first 30, 30 minutes of the game, it maybe was a part dog of the fight. second half, too. Um, oh, we didn't play good ball until the last 10 minutes. There, yeah, there was a lot of that as well. A lot, a lot of turnovers. We, 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 for some reason, we had a hard time catching easy passes. I, I, there were a lot of, a lot of unforced turnovers. That based meaning a lot of turnovers where SFA didn't even touch the ball. From my, from my perspective, I was watching on a television. Mm-hmm. From my perspective, it seemed like Tech would do the same thing Stephen F. Austin did, and we would get fouled for something they weren't fouled. We had, we had trouble like driving the lane, and the foul, the foul numbers were even, but the ways that we got the foul call. Seemed right. like they had to basically beat our guys up. Right. And just, I was frustrated watching it on the television because, like, every time it just looked like they'd have to hack at us right. and knock us to the ground before we get a foul call and we could just breeze by them and get a, a foul call for the same Talk about thing. that uh, that 360 dunk. You know, okay, I was, don't even, okay, I don't know where you're going here, but I'm going to okay. clarify. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Don't even call it 180. His body went went at least 270 in the air. Yeah, I'm not going to say it's a 180 dunk because that's not what right. it is. It was it, a full... 180 with the ball, but it was not a 180 dunk. Yeah, he was facing the rim and then turned yes. around, jumped, spun all the way when back around to the When he caught the ball, the back was, well, his back was to the rim. So so everybody who can say, it wasn't a 360 can fight me. <laughs> well, here's my thing on that. It wasn't a show-off play. Oh, no. It, it, so it was it was a some, bad throw by Keenan. If you if you just read, oh, 360 dunk, you think this kid right. is intentionally uh, trying to show and, off. And I don't, know if you, I don't know if you went back and break down the play. Well, I don't think Keenan was trying to give him a lob for a dunk. I no. think he was just passing it to him. No, actually, it was meant for Zach Smith. You think so? No, I, I know this for a fact because I went over and watched the play again. It, it was, Zach was running, the, was running the baseline, and his, and his momentum was cut off by an SFA guy. Okay. So Keenan saw that initially on the drive and then just kind of – was like, yeah, let's see what Zaire can do, and and so Zaire, I don't know how he, I don't know what caused him to be over there. Zaire but, can but jump, but man, that's ridiculous. It, it was meant for Zach. It was it was an alley meant for Zach, it, which is which is why, if you notice, alley oops are never thrown to the op to the same side of the court. 
they're, mm. they're always throwing left to right or right to left. Keenan was on the left side and threw it to the left side of Zaire. Yeah. So okay, so so it was it was kind of an awkward position for an alley oop, which led and to I an awkward catch. I really thought he was gonna land and then turn around and then dunk it. Right. Right. But like he often he, does. Yeah, like he does pretty often. Man, Zaire. First of all, uh, so here's my take on it. Uh, I, have a hot, I have a hot take for you, but I'll let you go it's first. A, here's my take on it. It's just a beautiful dunk. It was not him trying to show off. It was not oh, no. him trying to do anything it was, extra. It, it was him catching the ball and finding a way to finish it. I mean, it's just the moment in the game was right. so important because we needed to you know, go right. punch for punch, start wearing oh, yeah. away at the lead, or I don't remember what point I, in the I think, game I think that, was. that still made us down by four, but that made the crowd go nuts. Yeah, that woke up the crowd, and I think right. in a way that could be something that could have won us the game. Yeah. Just the fact that now, we started to have the crowd on our right. side, the momentum on our side, we're coming back, going for it, and it started to feel like a home game crowd is getting into it. Now, I have two statements okay. that I want your response on. First of all, Got some sizzling hot takes. One more win with the Zaire good game, and he's drafted. I'm calling it. <sighs> if he puts up a performance like Saturday on Friday, he's drafted. That would make him text first one and done. Yeah, ever. Yeah, and I don't want that. I, 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 I'm telling you right now, if he puts up a double double, on set, or if he puts up a a, a equivalent performance that he had Saturday, and he can. He easily which, can. Which he he almost had a triple double on Saturday. I saw one person putting him as high as eleventh overall. Yeah. in the draft, and I'm like, because because I oh mean, no. he was thir- he was thirty two going into the Big Twelve uh, tournament. Uh, I I think that if he plays well on Friday, he he he's not staying. All right, Zaire, if you're listening right now, or someone who knows Zaire personally, convince him to stay another year, <laughs> because uh, we like that guy and right. Eric and, 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 he, and he might do what Zach Smith did with enter without an agent and come back. Yeah, and I'll take but, off. But but I think I but think the thing is, if he gets an agent, he's they're gonna say yes, you're gonna get drafted because the NBA looks at your upside. Right, they and look and, at your and you know if, if your if your name has an age higher than twenty on it, they look down on you. And the fact that he's a freshman, NBA teams go, oh, we can develop him and make him into ours. And his effort is what makes him right. I mean, athleticism right. obviously, but effort plus athleticism, that's what the NBA right. thrives on. But bro, you gotta shave that stash. That stash is oh, bad. I am with you on that one. That is <laughs> that's my least favorite part about him. Uh, the only thing that I don't like about Zaire Smith is his mustache. Every every part of his gameplay, right. I like it. But I'm telling you, if he has a performance if he has a Saturday S performance on Friday, he's drafted. With the win. It's going to depend it, on if him. If we get to, to the Elite Eight and he has a performance like that, he is drafted. Yeah, and then you're, you're thinking into the future, right. and that's just a... Now, now he, he can be drafted, but 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 it's a matter of his size. Because, you know, you see you see in the... In the not NBA. Uh, you see in the NFL. There we go. Okay. The, the When you watch the draft, the draft is an offer. If you get drafted, you're, it's an offer. You can, MLB is even more so. You can still decline the offer. Just because okay. Zaire gets drafted doesn't mean he has to accept the offer. Yeah, so if you get well, – I don't know if you know the answer to this, but if you get drafted and you say no, do they get to draft someone else? I believe so. Okay, good. I believe so. Because I was like, if they waste that no, yeah. that draft, I, th- that would, that I, I guess be. they call you up on the phone or they get whatever contact right. information they ask oh, yeah. you. If you say no, they move right. on. Because even, even in the in the, in the the NFL, like like when they announce it, that's not the first time that the person, the person is hearing it. it. The, yeah. the person gets a call and knows he's going to get drafted. So – but yeah, um, as for SFA, it was a great game. Um, uh, the, the other thing I was going to say is, without the home, without being in Dallas, do you think we win both those games? Man, I don't know if Stephen F. Austin plays as well as I they don't did. Think, if they I don't play think we get by. I don't think we get by Florida if we don't have Dallas. 
I think, yes, that was huge. That was the kind of game that before the Florida game, I was like, that is a coin flip. That that and Zaire dunk took the roof off the place. It went nuts. Yeah, I mean. Now, now I wasn't nosebleeds. I, I was, if you if you want, I mean, if you care that much, but if you, <laughs> if you watch the game, I was, you know, there's the March Madness logo and there's the NCAA logo on top of the March Madness logo. I was on the NCAA logo side, so so if you're watching the TV, I was on the I was on the left side behind the basket nosebleed. So so I was like nosebleed right behind the left side basket. So like two hundred something, three hundred eighteen. Was it really three hundred? Yeah, that's pretty cool. But which it wasn't a bad seat. It wasn't. A, I mean, obviously it was, it, it's it's yeah. high, but it wasn't a bad seat. That's pretty cool. But um, um, just to be there and say you're right. a part of oh yeah potentially history on top of what the history that's which, already which, been made. Yeah, because I mean. I mean, how often is Tech going to be a three seed in Dallas? I mean, I hope it's going to be the next. I hope it's going to be a continuing thing. But as of now, we don't know. So. I mean, the last time Tech was in the Sweet Sixteen, we were in grade school. Like literally, yeah. not in grade school. We were in elementary school. Yeah, we were. Oh five. Oh five, man. That is. And then, and then, and then it was funny because because on Saturday and we're young, but still. And, and this is in my transition to Florida. Um, just to want you to pick up on that. Uh, <laughs> On Saturday, it was the anniversary of 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 of, of uh, Dar- Darwin Darwin. Crap, Ham. I forgot his uh, Ham. I know his last name. I just forgot. Yeah. For, uh, Shadow in the backboard. Twenty two years ago on Saturday. That was really cool. I did watch that video as well because Tech always has the throwback really cool, things right. they throw out there. Um, and but, man, if they had the same rims they did back then, we would have a few. Rim, I was, was kind of hoping that Zach Smith was going to do that. Was was going to bring it down because that would have been just ceremonial, be him being a senior. I would have cried. Um, but I oh, cried I, I would have. I would have raced down there and got a piece of that backboard. <laughs> so let's talk about the Florida game. Yes, we talked about Stephen F. Austin. We ended up winning that game by ten. I forgot they got. Zach I don't know scored. how, but yeah, we did. At the very end, we pulled away, and that's what Tech does really free well. Free throws were big finish. in that late that game. We struggled which, in free which, throws, which um, which will break. Yeah, free throws sealed that game, but free throws were a common struggle throughout the weekend. But yeah, yeah, on to Florida. Go ahead and leave that in. Yeah, free throws were a problem. Uh, Florida, we chomped them Gators. That's what I have to say. But just got out by the skin of our teeth. Oh goodness! <laughs> you are the as cheese ball as a cheese ball gets. We just barely got out of the mouths of the Gators. Uh, but we survived in be, advance. I was I was up there. I was I was yelling stuff like like, "You're just a big lizard. Go <laughs> go back to your pod." And my, and my favorite, I prefer crocodiles. And that's why his voice is gone. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I was so vocal in the Florida game. Like, I, I was an obnoxious dude that's, like, behind you that you just kind of want to sit there and watch the game, and he's all up in your face and in your ear. Oh, yeah, I was that dude. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, right. I, no shame. When you go to a, a game like that, sometimes you just got to be a super when, fan. When, it, when it's 40 minutes to the Sweet 16, you dang right I am. So was that your favorite game of the year? I know that Texas game was amazing. I know there's a couple other finishes that are pretty great. My favorite, uh, see, I, I don't think I can pick a top one. Um, I think it's been a beautiful season. I overall. think top three games is um, no ranked in no particular order is, is is West Virginia, Texas, and well, no, West Virginia was fun. that's a lie. Top, top five would probably be no particular order. Both Kansases, I both games were fantastic. Despite yeah. the outcome, both games were fantastic. Both Kansases, sure. West Virginia at home. Um, not a lot of people were back for that game, but it was a hell of a game. Oh, I was there. With you. Um, uh, it was both Kansas games, West Virginia at home, Texas at home, and then this game. That, that's my top five this year. Oh, for sure. And no game more important than this game. Yes. Um, of, co- of course, every game now becomes the most right. important game like, of your like entire I said, year. We're down to four 40-minute seasons. 
the beauty of March Madness is that every game is a win or go home. Yep. And so yeah, one shot at it. So we escaped. Tell me about the last minute. How you're feeling? What was happening? Well, we thoughts we, running we through your head. A, we took a. Uh, I was, I was nervous at about the, uh, four minute mark, because I think I think around the four or five minutes because we went up by five and they hit a three on us and I was like, oh crap, this is gonna this is just gonna be a nail biter. I, well, wait, I thought we were gonna. I thought we were going to pull away with my 7 to 10 kind of thing. Like, like, oh, like, yeah. like, like an easy 30 seconds. The moment 30 when seconds. Uh, Keenan threw that ball up to, was it Zaire? Zaire. He threw that ball up to Zaire. Zaire finished the dunk. I was like, it's over. That was the biggest like fist pump moment I've ever felt. Because cause you had that split second in there when he threw it up and you knew it was going to him. That, that you know, you obviously you had, you had to go in still. But... When you when you, you saw that pass go up, you go, oh, it's gonna come down, and you just it was, you see Zaire slip the, past the the defense. It was the biggest like yeah moment. I have, oh goodness gracious, yeah, um, it was it was amazing, and I, I remember seeing it and watching the replay, and I was like, he might have oh, yeah. had a charge, and then I realized the guy's right. feet were still moving, right. and I was like, oh, every single Florida Gator right. fan right now is like, that's a but, charge. But but if I'm being but, uh, and what, what I like best, what I like most about feet that were play moving. is watching the bench on that replay. The bench, yes, nuts. Um, they were but, yeah, loving it. And then Chris Beard reacts the right way and brings the team together. Says, right, okay, like right. we need to respond correctly, or right. else we could still lose this game. And and you know, and then tell me about that last if, sequence. If I'm being honest, well. even if even I don't know what Chris Beard said in that timeout. Um, but don't lose. <laughs> but um, you that was this. the worst thirty second of the basketball I've ever seen in my entire life. He probably said, "Don't lose," and they're like, "Oh, freak out. oh, it, 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 it's like, like I get it was I, it was a heart I, stopper for sure. I get you don't want to foul. Obviously, you don't want to give him a three point play late in the game when you're up five. Obviously, that's that's a, that's a no brainer. Yeah, but but just letting him like but, unimpeded but, straight but, to but the basket. But play defense. Like like don't foul. At least like hinder his path to the to the basket. You just let him slip right in there, two points, three point game, and then the made basket lets them set up their full court press. Um, they did the one thing they never supposed to do: pass to the corner, pass they, to the they corner, did that. trap him. Now, Kenan, you can't ask for a better guy to have the ball, have the ball in his hands, but, but in the corner, but is tough corner and double, it was a hell of a trap. That dude got Kenan got mauled like a bear. I don't know how it wasn't a foul. Yeah. Um. And then they get it. I think I think they they retain position fully like 16 seconds to go. And then my heart after that, my heart stops a total of two, like like three times, because because he, he there was just, three he, chances. He, he yeah. drives the ball to the basket, realizes he needs a three, kicks it out. I think he just drove it in there to pull the defense in. Right. I don't think he ever that, thought he was going for it. That the the because uh, the first shot was a pump fake and then a shot, so it was a pump fake stopped my heart. The shot stopped my heart, and then the rebound that they got another shot off stopped my heart. And you're like, crap, they have another chance. Right. They have another chance. And 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 for for whatever reason, I was saying I was standing there, and obviously it was happening at the end that was closer to me. Um, yeah. For some reason, I thought we were, we were up two at that point. I don't know why I thought that, but I was freaking oh, out. Oh, seriously? So I was freaking out anymore. I was like, we're about to lose this game. I did not. I, I saw I, three. I, I saw we were up right. three, and I was like, no, I, please don't send this to I don't know how I messed up the numbers in my head, but I but I thought we were up two when that play was going on. So I was freaking out. Um, <laughs> As but, you should be if that was but the case. It, the, buzzer, the final buzzer went off, and we, we scored more than them, and, and, and it was a great day. I can t- I tell you what. Walking through that, walking through that arena after we won, all the Raider power chants and the oh. hooping and hollering and the high five and strangers, I was in seventh heaven. 
<laughs> you like, were, you're on cloud oh, nine. And, and of course, you know, we, we, uh, I was with my girlfriend Jillian and, and we, and we, we lost her parents. We went the, we kind of did this like acrobatic move to where like we, we walked the same direction, but obviously we were trying to find each other. So we were just kind of going around <laughs> each other. So, so we walked the, we, we walked the wrong way, but it was fine because we, you know, what's better than, than being an arena full of tech fans going to the Sweet 16? I mean, that I mean, had to be a it, magical moment. It was. I, I could have walked around that arena forever. I'm not kidding. <laughs> you and, could have and, froze time in that and, moment. And, and, and I, I was, we were getting on the escalator, and I was high fiving people over the rail going down the escalator. Oh, it was it was it was a hell of a game. Um, so much fun. And when you win 69, 66, like in that fashion, right? You right. have your heart stop at the end, thinking, oh, they're gonna shoot right. it, they're gonna make it, they're gonna tie the game overtime, or in your case, thinking that they were gonna win it. Right. Um, oh, I, I don't know how I messed that up, but I was I was freaking out. Um, but without further ado, uh, yeah. Now, let's, now let's we get got into, yeah, we go got ahead. one more game that's coming up. Of course, the the first Sweet Sixteen game. I want to talk about that. Don't give away your pick. Don't give away the we, points. We're we talking Tech first. Yes. Okay. Purdue. Um, okay. We're talking about the Tech Purdue game. The Purdue Boilermakers. We're just gonna kind of break it down, and then we're gonna get into all our Sweet Sixteen yes. picks. Yes. If that makes sense. We're gonna we're gonna pick Tech Blast. for for this game, and then you want to go ahead and pick them for the for the lead eight. Assuming we, have, well, we both have them winning? If we were both have them winning, we can pick them in the Elite Eight. Here's okay. the thing. I don't want you to give win-loss. We're just going to preview the game, then go through everything, finish with Tech, and then okay. move on to whatever other theoreticals we can go to. Does that make sense? Yeah. So let's just talk about Purdue, the team okay. Purdue. Um, where of course, now Tech is in the Sweet 16, mm-hmm. playing Purdue in Boston. Um, that's where Which, the dang. Sweet 16... But, but, Butler could have brought us, but they choked at the end. Man, and... I was like, for a second, I was like, I have some cousins in Boston. I can. Like, oh yeah, I, I, I was telling John before the show is that is that uh, the tickets for the first game is four hundred bucks. <laughs> but then I heard that the <laughs> the second game is two hundred bucks. Then plane flight, and, and then and then they try to get you to make the deal, quote unquote, and buy both for five hundred to make it a hundred bucks cheaper. But the plane That's tickets, big money. The plane tickets will get you. I, I bet it's I bet it's easier to drive because the plane tickets around trip are or twelve hundred bucks, six hundred a piece. Yeah. And 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 I'm hoping a lot of tech fans are there because I only looked at Southwest. I could have looked at American and Delta and all that stuff. But but you're so- dreaming. Southwest, <laughs> a lot of the flights were sold out. A yeah. lot of them were sold and out. I, I honestly think there will be a fair showing of tech fans. It won't be like Dallas. It if you're not Dallas, be like you, Dallas. You're you're sadly mistaken. It will not be Dallas. That's not gonna happen. Uh, because because we got West Virginia, who's in the area. Purdue, who's in the area. Villanova, who's in the area. Yeah, so, and they're a couple hours away. However, at the most. however, okay, we'll, we'll okay. I'll, I'll add this. I'll add yeah. this in our Elite Eight game. Okay, um, in the Sweet Sixteen, of course, we're facing a two seed Purdue. Um, Isaac Haas is the big man that he got injured. I believe it was shoulder, elbow, fractured his elbow. Fractured his elbow. They said also, I think, injured they, his shoulder. They. Um, it, thing I, is, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting on them to the, to rule. I don't. I think it'll be. You think he's going to be ruled out? Because there were some rumors that he would still have a potential playing. Which I don't think he'll be ruled out. Ridiculous. I don't think he'll be ruled out. I think it'll be very limited minutes. I, a I, game I'm, time decision. I'm thinking it'll be under ten minutes. Because because yeah. they they have they currently and this is not a joke. They currently have the Purdue uh, engineering staff working on a brace that that is NCAA approved that can help him out. 
Yeah, talked that's to him. crazy. Have you dude. heard about that? I, I've heard they, something about it. They, I didn't know it was the engineering he, stuff. He, he had a brace on for the Butler game, which was Sunday. Uh, but something about it was, was was there were there were some some elements in it that were too bulky and 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 could hurt somebody and, if yeah, you elbowed him. Yeah, good injured other players, so they so that he couldn't play because his brace that he was wearing was 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 unapproved by the NCAA. Um, but the the engineering staff is currently working on a brace that is NCAA approved that he can sh- that he can play with. But in my opinion, he will be he won't be ruled out. But he'll be he'll be very limited minutes because I'll tell you what, if you're he's he because he hurt he fractured his right elbow. Do you know how he did it or he did it trying to get a rebound and he fell he fell directly on it. I Oof. mean directly on it. That's um, gonna hurt. And uh, I'm about to sneeze. I pardon me, but I'm gonna talk through it. Um, <laughs> and uh, win. <laughs> beat them. And um, so they're working on a brace. And but but in my opinion, it's like are you gonna hurt the team of being out there because. He'll yeah, I wasn't only, worried he, about he'll that. only have his left arm, and and I don't care how good of a hook shot you have on your left side. It, it, if you know you're going, he's going left. How I mean, it, that couldn't be easier to defend. Yeah, for sure. And I and, mean, and you know what? It limits you. If I'm being honest, if he's broken in, elbow limits it, you. Yeah. If he's in the game, send in Parker Hicks or, or Andrew Sorrels. Uh, uh, Sorrels. Uh, I almost said Sorrelli's. Uh, Andrew Sorrels. Foul him. Cause, 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 if he didn't have a right arm, he he'll he'll shoot with his left, but he won't make it much. Um, I I mean I mean it's I hate to I I've never been a fan of the hack a shack uh, or hack a hoss in this case, um, but <laughs> I'll take Parker. Yeah, Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. If 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 you can do that, or even on Digo coming if, in playing defense, right. and if he can't, then That's you can still say, hit him. If if you can, if you can save two or three possessions by fouling him and limit their points to the line, why not do it? And uh, for those of you who don't know, Isaac Haas is the uh, is a seven footer for Purdue. He's a big man, seven foot two ninety, two freaking ninety. Are you kidding me? I remember there was a chant last year that was going around about Isaac Haas. It, I don't remember which school did this, but every time he shot a free throw, they chanted, "You are ugly." It <laughs> like it cracked me up. But oh. he missed a lot of free throws during right. that time Speaking because of, uh, people of, were messing with of him. Of chance is funny at the Florida game. Um, Oh really? I think it was a. I think I think either Tommy Hamilton was a line or Odias was a line, but the but the Florida fans would go, "You're not gonna make it. No, you're not gonna make it." Dude, that's pretty funny. You're not gonna make it anymore. And 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 they. I mean, I don't know if it Copyright was them. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it was them or like the player just missing it. But it was funny to listen to at least. Um, that is but anyway, funny. Back to the Purdue game. I didn't I, hear that on TV, so that's great. However, Haas's backup. Yes, is also he, he doesn't have the body of Haas, but he's seven two. He's also seven footer, and I did want to mention that his name is Matt. I want to say Harms. Harms, yeah. Matt so Harms. I don't know what's up with the double A's in Purdue, but 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 yeah, all those <laughs> really German right. sounding last names. Um, we got but, Isaac Haas, and then we have Matt Harms, and apparently he's known for his hair. Just uh, yes, oh, <laughs> and he has an disgusting. obsession. I don't. I don't. An see obsession it. with fixing it. He just always like how is with how is it not distracting when you're playing basketball at elite level? Like it falls in his face and he keeps fixing it. So um, so I was thinking, here's what we should do about that. We should set an under over on how many times he fixes his hair on live TV, like twenty. Oh, live TV. Yeah, um, just on just ones we can count. Five and a half. Because if we watch this game together at your place, um, five and a half. Five and a half. I'm gonna go over, hard over. I'm gonna go under on live TV. If you're talking live to me, I'd go under. If you're talking just time he does it, I'd go over. Okay. 
Five and a half. Dude, did you under. see? There was a. I'm going over. You're going under. Yeah. Okay, I'm just typing that in so I can have it. Um, That's a good over. It was just a really. It was just a really funny one to me. Um, anyway, the point is, he also seems to have be somewhat of a force inside oh, yeah. that Tech will need to overcome. And we, one of our weaknesses, I believe, is the large man on the inside making some easy shots. Hamilton is our biggest guy, and he is six ten. Yeah, six ten or six eleven. So no matter what, there. we're gonna be undersized. Um, fortunately for Tech, <laughs> that's um, undersized. That's crazy. Dude. Right, right. Six eleven or six ten. No, no, no. I I would prefer Hamilton to be on him. Because Odiasa is small compared to him, but uh, uh, Hamilton may not ha- may not have the trust in me that Odiasa does, but Hamilton has the body. Odiasa has body, but no height. Hamilton has body and height. And both of them struggle finishing inside, but right. Hamilton at least has that outside shot. Right. And by the so, way, Hamilton eclipsed a thousand points on his right. college career with the last so game as well. So uh, let's have some fun with this. Let's do a over under on the minutes Haas plays. Um, okay. Let's set it at. Um, Let's set it at 11 and a half. Okay. I'd say under. I'm with you. Okay. I'm going to say under. Okay, then, then let's make more interesting. Let's go uh, seven and a half. Seven and a half? Where are you going? I'd probably still go under. I'm going to go over. I, on I, don't that know. I don't know if he plays at all. <clears throat> if he does play. Because um, remember, for him to play. They have to A, have a brace, and B, have a brace that the NCAA approves. So we're going to have to figure out which one is more. Number of hair times uh, Matt Harms <laughs> fixes his hair or number of oh minutes Haas, Isaac Haas plays. Because, <laughs> you know, really riveting stuff. Um, but the, the, the good thing about, about with, with this Purdue matchup is that obviously we have a good defense, and, and they it's the explosive offense against good defense. So, so it's just strength against strength. Immovable force against an impenetrable object. I apply butchered that, but I, don't care. I mean that sounds right. I don't right. know. <laughs> but, I'm not gonna um, pretend to know that phrase. The, <laughs> the good thing about tech, or, or the good thing for tech, is that besides Haas and Harms, whichever one plays, they go they they kind of go small ball around him. Like I mean, they they, they have the law firm of Edwards and Edwards on their side. Um, and they, I think Tech's best when you have like the four guard kind right. of small, oh, yeah. my, small movement. My favorite lineup, and I was telling I was telling Jillian this when I watching the game, is that okay. is that my favorite lineup is is Culver Zaire, um, um, Col- Culver Zaire, Zach Smith, Gray, and Evans, and then I, okay, and then and then I take Francis over 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 Zach. Hmm. In terms of a small ball lineup, I'll, yeah. I'll take Francis. Uh, now, and Francis fr- knows how to draw a foul, and he Francis was from time to, some threes. From time to time, Francis, you know what happened? Francis was a transfer from Florida, right? And he came to Tech. Maybe he was just trying to make the Gators was, feel a little bit better. He, he, he was high school roommates with with one of their guards. Really? Yeah, that's really cool. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty cool to see a guy Francis right. who used to be a ESPN top fifty or he, top one hundred no, player. No, he he had a good layup. He had a key layup, but he did not have a good game all at all. Yeah, didn't have a great game. But at the same time, anytime you get to play against your your right. old team and right. get to win against them, that must have been a great right. day for him. But uh, in terms of the Purdue matchup, I I I like our chances. Um, don't give me a score prediction yet. Or don't no, give me any of that I. Yet. I'm trying to think of how I'm going to phrase this. Um, You're cautiously optimistic. That's what I think. I think it's going to be a hell of a point guard duel. Okay. Edwards against Evans. Okay. 
simple that, as that. That's got a highlight written all over uh, it. Right. Um, now, now they have. I don't remember the first names, but but the, but they have two guards. Uh, I call them the law firm of Edwards and Edwards. It sounds like a law firm. Okay. Um, and because they are good at, at at being your final judgment. Um, but um, <laughs> I sure hope not. But it's it's. Um, we saw Culver have a big bounce back game. He, after Culver struggled against SFA, we saw him have a big bounce back oh, game which against was Florida. Great. Um, seeing freshmen in a stage like this, this right. is only going to help the program. But uh, I and and obviously you know, Coach Beard has roots to to to, to Purdue because two years ago Little Rock he? Uh, he coached Little Rock Arkansas and they knocked Purdue out of the first round two years ago. Really? Okay. Yeah, that's I, the connection. I, I, I watched that game live I, too. I heard like in person or on TV. Right. Wait, he said live. Oh no, I watched it on, on TV that okay. year. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, and then obviously either way it was gonna go. It, we were either gonna have Butler who would knock us out two years ago, or 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 Coach Beer was gonna have Purdue who he knocked out two years ago. That's e- cool. Either one we're gonna have history. Um, That's pretty cool. But so let's get into some the the, the, the I keep on slapping my thigh. I'm sorry, I'm a little pumped up here. Um, but let's get into the, some of these um, some of these sweet sweet sixteen matchups. picks. So I'm gonna go in chronological order, j- just down the ESPN app. Um, okay. Works we, for me. We got uh, Loyola Chicago. No, I'm kidding. That's just how I feel like it sounds coming out of my mouth. Loyola Chicago, uh, 11th seed going against Nevada. That is Thursday at 6.07 p.m. The line is Nevada. We're not picking the line. But we're just picking it straight up. But the line yeah, is he's telling me the line because I'm doing this the, off the top of my head. The line is Nevada minus one and a half. Wow, that's a small line. I expected a bigger line. Uh, I'm going to take Nevada. I'm taking Loyola. And while we do this, I'm going to put your picks into the ESPN Tournament Challenge so I so we can have some bragging rights going on over here. So you're going to plug my tournament bracket yeah, in? Yeah, because I've already done mine. So you pick Nevada. Okay. Let's go to the next one. The next one is 7 seed Texas A&M against the 3 seed Michigan. Uh, also Thursday at 6.37, the, the line is Michigan – no, I almost said Michigan State. <laughs> uh, Michigan minus 2.5, which I was surprised about. <coughs> Excuse me. So Michigan versus A and M. Gosh, um, Michigan is A and M is much more athletic and has much more talent. I think Michigan okay. is scrappier. And what I'm going to do is I'm not going to look at your picks at all or don't know your picks at all, but that's what I'm picking. Um, so A and M versus Michigan. Michigan, yeah. Michigan is minus two and a half. I'm gonna go A and M, and I don't want I don't like saying that, but I think they're right. gonna win with that's the momentum fine. they have. Actually, both teams have a lot of momentum. What which one did you pick? I don't remember. I'll let you know momentarily after I finish your picks. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. And I actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I have to submit your picks. I save them, so I'm gonna co- just anyway. I'll yeah, yeah. Them. You do that, and then yeah. you can run through right. the games um, again. The next one is um, the nine seed Kansas State against the five seed Kentucky. The line is uh, Kentucky minus five and a half. Okay, I'm calling an upset here. Really? I'm saying that in shocking fashion. I'm talking maybe buzzer beater style fashion. I'm calling K State. Actually, I think this is me. <laughs> I made my picks out there, so this might conflict with what I've already said. <laughs> but um, I have my picks out there, and that's completely separate. But I this think is this for the is podcast. Going, I think this is going to be an absolute tail whooping by, by by Kentucky. You think Kentucky's going to win? I think Kentucky might might win by twenty. So just for this podcast, my, with my roommates, I have a separate bracket. But this is just for this podcast. What K-State. I'm saying with you, I'm taking K State. Which, Golly, which I can't believe I'm, I'm saying I might that. need a, a Sunday for a Stannis. I went to that one. Um, yeah, I'd, I mean, that's my big right. upset pick right there. Last last game on Thursday is the uh, 9-seed Florida State against the 4-seed Gonzaga. Gonzaga is also a 5.5-point favorite. Yep, give me Gonzaga. I took Florida State. 
Oh, so that's your upset. I like it. What was the line on it? Uh, Gonzaga minus five and a half. Okay. Where is it? So the Kentucky line was you about did, that you, you too. You took Gonzaga, right? Yes. Okay. Cool. Zags. All righty. Now moving on to Friday, which is game day for our Red Raiders. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, we got the first game of the day is at six oh seven on Friday the twenty third. Clemson the five seed against Kansas the one seed. Yep, I'm taking Kansas. Yep, I find it hard to, to pick against this. Okay. Okay, I'm trying to type all these in. Pardon my dead air while I try to navigate my different screens. You took Gonzaga. No, you took uh, I Florida State. Florida State on the last one. Next one is the five seed West Virginia against the one seed Villanova, which the winner of this goes on to play us in a potential Elite Eight matchup. Man, my heart my heart wants West Virginia to win, but I... Villanova's a five and a half point favorite. Yeah, I'm taking Nova. I'm taking Nova as well. They have the most efficient offense in the They're probably the unofficial, official best team left in which, the tournament. I which mean, is crazy that yeah. two of the top... Four are already gone. I mean, Villanova has the most efficient offense I've ever seen. Yeah, they're pretty good. My phone is being slow. Pardon my. Okay, so give me Nova. You said Nova too. Yes. Um, the second to last game. Actually, I'm sorry. I I went out of chronological. I apologize. But anyway, um, the the next game is uh, Syracuse against Duke. Eleven seed against two seed. Duke is an eleven point favorite. Yeah, which I'm not surprised about, but we'll see. I can't go against the Blue Devils in this one. You know, I was saying all week that Syracuse um, tends to play mediocre in this season, but when it comes to the tournament, they show up, which hence we've seen that they showed up and they got all the way to this. Oh, yeah, we've seen a lot of good, um, uh, good runs. Good, uh, very A lot of unprecedented Syracuse runs. But I can't pick against Grayson Allen and Coach K. I got to take Duke. Okay. Um, whoa, stop that. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> Um, Technical difficulties. And uh, the last the game of the Sweet 16 is the final matchup of the day, at 9 o'clock. Um, Late s- night, boys. Purdue is a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, number three seed, Texas Tech, against the, the number two seed, Purdue. Okay, so um, with this one, let's talk not only about who we think is going to win, but our score prediction. All right. So for this one, let's talk about score prediction. Let's clear the air and say who we're gonna who we want to pick. I think it's unanimous. Okay, so this is the last one of the Sweet Sixteen in the yeah. whole bracket. Three, two, one. Texas Tech. Tech. Yes, sir. cool. I thought we were going the whole name. <laughs> Give me an M Red Raiders. Uh, um, man, this is a st- historic year, and this is a coin flip of a game. It is. It's been a special year, and it's going to continue to be a special tournament. But let's get into our score predictions okay. because we talked about some of the the things that Tech has going for him, Purdue going, of course, a lot going for both teams. Um, Similar to the Florida game, I came into it like, I do not know who's going to win this game. Right. It's going to, that's right. why you play the game because you right. got to find out. Um, definitely feels like it will be a game. I mean, the whole nation thought that Virginia was going to win and they still play the game. All right. Oh, sorry, Burn. That's, that is uh, pretty <laughs> savage. And that's why you play the game. Right. Uh, that's the real reason you play UMBC, the game. UMBC, you must be Cinderella, except you're out now. So sorry. That's a great acronym for you must be Cinderella. Hmm. Mm. Under my Cinderella, and we still got Ella, two eleven Ella, seeds at this Ella, point too. Eh, eh, under my Cinderella. Just Sorry, happen. I just had the Brianna parody in my head. Okay, we're done. If they dis- dislike the video or dislike the podcast, we know why. Right? It was that. It was that moment. <laughs> my my tone deaf singing with a with, with no voice. Yeah. <laughs> but it anyway. got a little too into that. Um. So we both have Texas Tech winning. Um. The Lions one and a half to Purdue. Purdue. Gosh, uh, do you want my score prediction well, first? We, we already know we're gonna. We, we already picked us uh, uh, take the win. So let's yes. just, let's just roll it. Okay, here's my pick, or here's my score prediction for the Tech Purdue game. I say seventy-one 
to 68 with Tech winning? Uh, I say 67-62. Uh, Chris Beard said that after the Florida game, if Florida got to the 80s, they had no chance, and I think that's the same thing for, for Purdue. I think this game is going to be – I think if we're going to win a game, we're going to keep the opponent in the 60s. 67-62 Tech. Man, I just see that line, and I'm like, Vegas is almost never wrong. And it scares me so much because, like, a one-point or two-point could go either way on any shot. Guess what the line it was for SFA, 11 for Tech. And we scored we 10. 10. Um, it was a one-and-a-half for Tech and against we Florida. Three. We won by three, which is not very far off. And now it's a one-and-a-half for Purdue. And I'm like, please, Vegas, be wrong just right, once. Right, right. Um, anything can happen. I, I think I think that this – this uh, I don't know when the deadline is for this whole medical – situation going on with Purdue uh, I think when we find out the uh, do you the, think Isaac Haas being ruled out for the game will change the oh, line absolutely I agree. absolutely I don't know when that'll be which is what I was getting into I don't, I don't know when I don't know when we'll get an update on the brace or the status for the game Tech will be a one and a half point favorite it, it might be it might be game done it might be a game done sorry it might be a game time decision to where the line doesn't move but we find out that Haas is out when once the game starts Oh but, yeah, but they could uh, uh, do that too. But I think that that if I think that we're gonna get a lot more clarity tomorrow, and maybe may I think, sorry, I'm gonna not stammer over my thought. Um, I think tomorrow is a big day to potentially find out news. I think if we find out news at all, it'll be Thursday, because um, cause, cause there has to be, because whether we find out his status of the game or not on Friday, we'll we'll find out more about the brace status on Thursday. Yeah. Um, so, and I followed some Purdue um, people on Twitter, so I just should, so you I should get I should, that information, yeah, just, just so I could get it sooner. There's like hardcore scouting this other team. Oh, absolutely. I I, I followed Florida. I followed. I, I didn't follow SFA because I, I thought we we're gonna win, but I, I followed Florida. And um, any bet your butt, I'm gonna be following Nova in West Virginia. Oh, I know you are. <laughs> if we, uh, you know, go to the next stages right. or whoever. Um, so let's talk about potential situations. I had Tech winning by three. It gets Purdue. You had them winning by five. Either way, I'd be glad with either. I I think the Haas injury is going to be he- he- weigh heavily in this game. Oh, um, also the emotional side, like the game when Zach right. Smith went out. I like oh everyone's kind of like down. I well he was out for Purdue, or not for Purdue. He was out, he was out against Butler also. Um, okay, so there's not as much of a letdown because they still got past uh, Butler. Um, no, but, no, but I'm talking like in in Tex. Way they like uh, right, right. When Zach Smith went out, it kind of was like emo- an emotional down, if that makes sense. Right. And so the team might not be on a, as much of a high with right. one of their best players, you know, on the brink of even being able to play. Um, kind of with Keenan Evans when he's coming off that toe injury, on the brink of even being able to right, play is even right. worth it. You know, there's so many like mental blocks uh, that get in there. At that I point think too. that this game will. I think you're gonna be on the edge of your seat with about five minutes to go, and then Tech is going to do what it did to Florida and and, and push the lead out late. And then have a last second shot that could tie the game. Right, more than one right. You're not by wrong. By three, but but I because <laughs> that's kind of what I my score prediction says. I I think that you're gonna see because because Tech on the tournament so far has has had a way of being as be, getting better late when other teams have fatigue. Um, so I think our I think this is I think starting in this round, starting in this week sixteen and on. Okay, this ten deep rotation is gonna be huge for us. Oh, and and. Free throws is going to be huge too. Those two we'll things. We'll get into that in a second. Um, but uh, I'm like a disappointed mom of well, when it comes to free throws. Um, but um, Carl, I, I, I'm not mad because we won, but I'm disappointed. Um, no I'm kidding. Um, but I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. But I, 
I think that our 10 deep rotation is going to give us that 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 level of attrition over Purdue that we're seeking and that will win us the game. Yeah, and of course, I mean, any bonus you have a fresh guy coming off the bench that could actually play. Right. That's huge. Right. Um let's get into potential situations. Okay. Because let's say, of course, we love to get away, get ahead of ourselves. And the last time we did that was <laughs> With the Kansas sports game. talk is all speculation, <laughs> and you gotta love it to, to be yeah, this stuff. Of course, it's all speculation. So let's get into potential situations. Say we do beat Purdue, because that's what we both have. It mm-hmm. we're gonna be in the Elite Eight. We have two teams we could face. Tell us about those two matchups that we could potentially face we could, in the Elite Eight. We could either be against Villanova, which after after Virginia went out, is the pretty much the unanimous pick to win the title. The best remaining yeah. team, theoretically. Or Press Virginia, as ESPN says, and I hate when they say it, but, but you know, West Virginia, the Mountaineers, them, them old hillbillies that like to drink moonshine and burn their couches. Wow, that um, was very insightful. Sorry, that was rude. Can you tell that Drew doesn't love West Virginia yeah. too much? Uh, they're, they're just punks. They're, they're, Wesley Harris can, can, can go punch his mom like he punched our fan. Um, and, and, and we should and, like bleep this out. And, um, <laughs> I, I forget his, uh, his first name, but, but Kanate, he's yeah. a hard guy to like. He's, I mean, he's a, he's hell, a tough hell of an athlete. He's a, he's a hell of a shot blocker. He's, he's as emotional of a guy as you'll find in college basketball. Hey, he's the guy I ran by but and he almost was really angry it, after it's, the game. It's, it's so hard to like him. It, it's, oh, unless I, you're a West Virginia fan. I, I, he just has a smug personality. Yeah, I think he's all that. Oh gosh. Which I guess you get a lot of in basketball. Which, but and, and you know when you're playing at the college level in the Sweet 16, you can kind of be smug because you know you're good. But you know. So that brings me to my question that I wanted to ask: Who would you rather face? Would you rather face West Virginia or would you rather face Villanova? Because you can make an argument that either yeah, one could be better. My answer is going to shock you. Okay. I'd rather play Butler. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, um, I I'd rather play Nova. Um, which which wow. probably, yeah. probably comes, comes as a shock to you as well. Because um, listen to me, there's no there's no you know hiding it. We went one and two against West Virginia, West Virginia this year. West okay. Virginia, let me say like clearly. Um, and now obviously you know we beat them the first time. We were shorthanded the second time, and then we we we, we shot us up on the foot the third time because because we didn't make free throws, which had continued to be a theme in the tournament so far. Um, but but so I. I don't want to go one of three against West Virginia this year. Yeah, and that would that, just be really painful. That would that would that would almost I, I would almost be more painful than just losing. I think my best remaining bracket has West Virginia winning it all, which I didn't look. You're at, disgusting. Which I didn't look at what that actually meant. Please drop but, the mic uh, and go. <laughs> no <I'm> kidding. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I think I would rather face West Virginia. The familiarity and the payback aspect right. uh, would be something right. that could be in in, in our advantage and. You know, the second time we faced, or the time we faced them in Morgantown, we didn't have Keenan Evans. Oh yeah, we sat we, Zach we, we Smith. Were, and honestly, if we hit our, if we, if we even, if we go from bad to mediocre on free throws, we'd, and in, we beat them in the tournament. Yeah, and that, and in that game, like we still only lost by ten, which was kind of really frustrating. Right. <clears throat> it was frustrating right. the moment because you know we were facing a team without our best players. Right. But it was the probably the right decision. Right. The smart decision I mean, to heck, make. I mean, if, if we if we would have pushed it, we might not have Keenan now. You know, you never know. Um, but another in terms of logistical stuff, um, like the matchups. Um, obviously, I don't want to lose the West Virginia three times in a season. Okay. And also, in my opinion, obviously I'm a homer, no doubt about that. But in my opinion, there is no better coach ter- uh, for a sh- for a quick turnaround than Coach Beard. And and, and, and great and, motivator too. And and you know, Nova will bring a different opponent. 
like like yeah, because uh, people say, but you know how to you, you know you, you know you know West Virginia a lot. You know you know them well. You, yeah, you be able to stop them. Well, they know they know you too. You know they they and their fans will probably right. be there in right. Boston. We played them the the same amount of times that they played us. Kind of that thing. You know they it's it's, it's mutual understanding of each other. Um, Nova yeah. brings a different opponent. Um, yeah, that that brings its struggles, but 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 I will take Chris Beard over anybody in the country to to prepare for a new opponent in two days. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the what he's done so far right. with that has been incredible. And uh, and you know, as for as for West Virginia, they have they're going to be through the ringer the next few days. Um, as, as we all know, they they went to San Diego for their first region, which is cross country, by the way. Um, and then they played the last game of the of the round of thirty two Sunday night. They had to fly back to, back to West Virginia. They didn't get back to West Virginia till till early this morning. And then they have to fly back out tomorrow to go to um, Boston or bus. I don't know how close. They, I don't know if they're close enough for a bus. But anyway, so they went. They went cross country. Played played uh, Friday and late Sunday. Drove uh, went back to Morgantown. Got back Tuesday morning. Then they had yeah. to. And then, then they had to leave again Wednesday to go to Boston. So so they're gonna just be. Traveling. Frazzled and razzled and dazzled and all that stuff and 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 they're I expect them and and then you know you got to turn around and play hello West uh Villanova in the next round like like what yeah. that's that's a that's a hell of a of a of a sequence that, that's a rude awakening for them um it's like it's yeah. like it's like America, that's rough for anyone right it's it's like yeah you, you you get Boston and you know you're playing closer to your hometown but hey go play Nova you know cupcake yeah okay. Yeah. Um, uh, and I, I looked it up because that's what I was doing just a second ago. I was looking right. up the distance from Morgantown to or to Boston is like nine hours and thirty minutes. Dri- okay, driving. okay. So, so, so that's it's, like it's they're, that's they're like, probably flying then. That's like that's I mean yeah for the team, but right. I'm thinking fans. Oh They right. could they could right. make it in about the same time it takes us to drive. I don't know from Lubbock to Houston and then a little bit more. Right. Um, another hour or two. You're right. probably in like still in the corner of Texas. <laughs> but that's uh, like a manageable drive. If you were in the Sweet 16 and you could get tickets, that's a manageable right. drive. Nine hours. So, so, so there's pros and cons of both. Villanova is a is a is a fresh opponent that you've never played before. But I trust Coach Beard in his preparation process. West Virginia, you play them before, and and you're both you're both very familiar with them. But I don't want to lose them three times. And the and the and the thought of them bouncing us in the Elite Eight. For the third time, beating us the third time this year sickens me. And but but the, but the pro to them is that they will have played Villanova after their crazy week of travel. Yeah, and then turn out and play Tech. So so part of me says that they're gonna be a little worn out. Yeah, um, I don't know how Villanova's style is to the point where I can right. tell you how they wear you out. Right. It, it, but in, in terms of oh, well, now I'm I almost want to change my answer and tell you West Virginia. No, but there's there's it's, cases for both. You can oh make. yeah, there's there's I feel like there's more cons to West Virginia, but there's definitely pros to both. And another thing I just looked up as Villanova, assuming Villanova, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. um, from there to Boston is a five hour drive. So that's the equivalent right. of coming from Lubbock to Dallas, right? And then obviously producing Indiana. And yeah, I'm producing Indiana. So like. Gosh, man, those are all like drivable. I feel like Nova right. fans are gonna dominate. Oh, yeah, it, it, Purdue fans are gonna I mean, dominate. I don't, I don't know if the committee did this. You're going on the but, road, right? But but it, but it's basically like, and 
don't don't look now, but a lot of the flights were sold out. So so you never. So I think you're gonna have a pretty good tech contingent. Con- oh, you'll hear contingency em. still. I don't know the right word to use. You'll but, see okay. quite a quite a bunch of tech. Right, a lot um, of students. But I, you know, it's, it's kind of like the hey, you get two home games in Dallas, and then you go to Boston. Good luck. You know, I don't know if that's purposeful, but almost like a home and away feel. Right, um, which but, is terrifying. So so let's. So I would probably want West Virginia. Out no, of those no, two. we no, talked okay. about that. In the, in terms of predictions, who do you think is going to win between West Virginia and Villanova? I don't even remember what I put on that other bracket. I have Nova. Um, I put Nova winning too. Okay. Yeah. So now, what are your thoughts on the Nova Tech matchup? Okay, so let's. So that's that would be Elite Eight. Mm-hmm. Um, Nova Tech for, for for the right to go to San Antonio for the Final Four. Man, which is the dream, man. You're yes. back in Texas for the yes. Final Four. Still a long drive from what? Lubbock, but you're in Texas. What? It, I mean, it's like six hours, seven hours at the most. Oh, really? I thought it was longer than that. Okay, probably six from Lubbock. To oh, you're right. It is more north. San Antonio. You're right. Um, yeah, north of Austin. Um, so, gosh, I feel like in that game, Villanova would be about a five or five to seven point favorite. Um. Which, because they're so close. Yeah, and, and at that point, people are gonna and the fans are there. And, and at that point, you're gonna you're gonna people who haven't already given Tech respect will, will will be giving them respect by that point. Yeah. So it won't it won't be like oh it's Villanova against Tech and no no big deal. It's like every it's a team, big game. So every gonna every be there. team that's at this level is good. No question about that. And so yes, I I'm gonna attempt to find. Here's here's the thing. I have to watch the Purdue game. Before I right, can tell right. you who I believe is going to win, and I have to watch the West Virginia game to tell you who I think is going to win between Villanova and Tech, if that becomes a situation. Um, and the reason we're moving on to the Elite Eight is because there's no way we're going to do a podcast in between the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight. Um, maybe not one at all if we were to lose against Purdue. So, so we I, could have a recap. I have but. a clip of 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 Jay Williams of ESPN, who who was the uh, T-shirt picker, if you will. Um, at the game day in Lubbock, uh, he obviously picked Tech to be Kansas. We didn't end up doing that, um, but this we'll see is if it works. Yeah, a part of our finicky technology. We're gonna make sure. I'm gonna first of all, I hope it don't blast your ears off. Uh, let me just see how this. Is my phone really gonna freeze up now? Are you kidding me? Yeah, it did, didn't it? Okay, here we go. Reset. Hey Max, I'll tell you one thing. Texas Tech. Okay, that's good so, so this is I forget what day this was. Copyright twenty eighteen. Um, <laughs> but this is what Jay Williams said about Tech go um, after Saturday. So we were already in the Sweet Sixteen. Take a listen. Okay. Hey Max, I'll tell you one thing. Texas Tech can beat Villanova. And you're going to be awesome in the wow. Okay, so wait, I, I hear you on that. I mean, now, granted, it'd be a breath of fresh air for people, but if uh-huh. Texas Tech beats Villanova, and then we say Clemson beats KU, and then Clemson beats Duke, your final four, potentially, <laughs> say UK doesn't get by. Don't say, say it could this. be K-State or Nevada versus Texas A&M versus, you oh. know, you talk about the team I said that could beat Villanova, you know, when you think about Texas Tech, and then you have Clemson. Yeah, but that's unlikely. Are you gonna want to watch? Are you gonna want to watch? Yes. Two of those teams are unlikely to win with blue chip teams. Woo! Oh, that was sad. Drop the mic. Sorry, I just probably blew your ears off again. Sorry, guys. So, so Jay Williams, I'll give him love. He's all he he took Tech early and he's taking Tech late. Yeah, it's good not to flip the script on him. He doesn't say they're gonna win. He said they can win. 
And that's true. At this point, there are a bunch of teams that could take the cake. In my opinion, granted, we only have a two-game trend. Uh, but in my opinion, we have not played a complete game in this tournament yet. Florida was amazing, but that was not a complete, complete game by any it means. Was, yeah, it wasn't the best game we played all year. Um, and so that's what you need. You need to start putting together right. the best this, game This to game, win. This team at the peak level is a Final Four team. Yes. I, well, I, 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 at I, least a Final Four team. I'm not saying they're going to go there. Gonna go there, but I'm saying in my heart, at their potential, <laughs> this team is a Final Four team. The facts are unchecked and the opinions are unbiased. Just kidding. They're very biased. And, we and, love and, Tech and, so and, much. And, and, I, and I love I love this last line. The unexpected in this tournament is expected. Yeah, if a 16 seed yes. can beat a one seed, anything can happen. Oh, I I I I'm loving it. I, I I'm I'm I was already a basketball junkie going going into the season, and the fact that your team's in it, it just it, it you cling to every bit of content you can. Oh yeah. Every bit of content. I can't tell you how many times today I w- I've opened up Twitter. I, t- I can't. I check my you. phone like a junkie, man. Oh yeah, it's it, it's ridiculous. And and you know you you set you set you know alerts to every every game just because you want to know the final. And you know it's it's fun when your this, team's in it. This is a beautiful program. This Chris Beard is. I don't even know. I don't have a word to describe him. He's. I'm, I'm speechless. This this has been a every, magical every year. interview makes me like Chris Beard yes, more and more. Yes, and it's kind of like this honeymoon phase with the coach. And you know what? I went to, uh, I went right to Waterburger after the Florida game and and got got got. <laughs> I uh, saw this picture. We got this number sixteen table tent. Yeah, sweet sixteen, baby. If this isn't meant to be, I don't know what is. Like like <laughs> it's like, a sign. Now now I'll reassess my predictions if we beat Purdue. Yes. But this year has been special, and I see no reason why it can't continue to be special. Yeah, and there's no reason not to think that we can't win. Right. You know, not to think that we can't win. Double negative. <laughs> uh, we can win. <laughs> right. Like it's very possible. Um, and so that's as far as we're gonna go, right? right. We're not gonna go into final four pr- no. possibilities because there's uh-uh. so many variables at oh, this yeah. point. Oh and yeah. And I need to make my second chance brackets. Now we're uh, gonna we're, we're, we're gonna come back to this next week after the final four set. Hopefully, text in it. But regardless of whether text in it or not, we'll be back for the podcast next week for the final four. So very cool. Um, but you got anything else for me, John? Man, I'm ready, dog. I'm it's, ready. It's it's it's. I was the telling best John time today, of year for a basketball you know, fan. I was telling John today that Tuesdays are today specifically. Uh, are this today's been kind of groggy for me because you know Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you have the best four days in the sports calendar year. No question about that. I don't give a poop about about what all these you know NFL people say about about the Super Bowl. Give me these four days, every day of the year, and I'll be happy. Um, so so you had yesterday where you it was all of the of of the local sports talk recap of the weekend. Yeah, Mondays are a great day because you because you get to hear regardless of whether you lost and you're sad or you're one you're happy. Monday Mondays are fun because you get to talk and speculate about what's to come. Okay. Tuesdays is just the day that you're like, well, especially especially in this situation to where there's no mid midweek game like there is in the regular season. There's nothing to go off of. You know, you're just waiting for the next thing to happen. Yeah, I mean, we can root for Oklahoma State and NIT, right. but really, right. the, the big dance. And and, not t- the and tomorrow's gonna drag on because tomorrow I have one. I have three classes. They're not till one o'clock. I'm done at four. Um, so tomorrow is kind of like another j- just just get through it kind of day. Thursday you have more basketball, which kind of helps medicate your 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 midweek depression. Um, <laughs> but it's I'm gonna be rooting my ass off for Loyola. 
uh, part of my language, but I don't care. Um, Man, and that's a fun thing to root and, for. And it's gonna be, you know, root. and then come Friday, yeah. come Friday, I'm I'm just like jittery with excitement because because it's gonna be a long day because we're gonna be up to eleven o'clock, and if we win, I'll be up to like two a.m. I already, Dude, I won't be able to go to bed. For I a already told extra people hours. if we if we win on Friday, I'm running around the block with my shirt off. Um, All right, at least that's it. It's, Only your shirt it's, off. It's just it's galvanizing this community. Yeah, the, people. The, the, there was there was a buzz. It was kind of like the, the the Kansas game. Yes, we lost, and you don't really want to think about that because we lost. And yada like, yada man, yada. Man, this program's real. You know, you know the what could be of that game, but but that that Friday for that game. You know, people yeah. camp it out for game day and whatnot. I don't know, can't tell you how many times I've heard a conversation of, oh, you know, when are you going to go into the game? Like, we're a freaking basketball school, dog. Soak it, soak it every <laughs> we're minute. It. Yeah. And, and I don't care if this season lasts 40 minutes and we lose on Friday or if it lasts, what's 40 times four? <laughs> 240. 240. I don't care if this season. Sorry, Wait. quick quick math is not my. Is nope. Not my 160. Forte. There we go. That'd be six. So I don't care if this if this season lasts <laughs> 40 more minutes and we lose on Friday, or if this lasts 160 minutes and we're the freaking champion or losing to the champion. Well, I care, but either way, I, what a season. You better enjoy this. What however much run is left, because next season we have no Gray, no Evans, no Smith, no Hamilton, and no Stevenson. Hey man, don't go there yet. I know. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> Maybe no Zaire Smith. I'm just saying, what, whether it's Friday, Sunday, or next weekend, enjoy every second. Oh, yeah. Soak it in. Enjoy Love it. every second. And maybe, yeah, like you just met reference, maybe no Zaire. Enjoy Man. every second of this because you don't know when it's going to be back. Soak it in. Talk which, to all your friends who don't yes. have Sweet 16 teams right which, now. Which is, why, too. which is why I'm saying, if we ended up going, you know, if we ended up going to the Final Four in San Antonio... Anything can happen there. I'm going to exhaust every resource that I can to get there. Yeah. I don't care if it's Easter weekend. I will I will I will celebrate the the, the return of Christ with a win. <laughs> Simple the, as that. And then the return of Zaire. <laughs> God, I just went on a rant and I feel great right now. But it's a beautiful time to be yes, a tech fan and that, and like to be passionate for your school is really, really great at this yes. time of year. And to be in it for the first time since I believe 05, mm-hmm. um, it's a beautiful time. And I'm loving our coach yeah. more every day. Well, when Friday, in your uncharted waters. Okay, random question before we close out. Okay. Um, should Chris Beard grow a beard? No. No? I don't think it'll be a very good one. Man, but what if he grew like a real, like, solid like beard? A, or or like, a, like a rugged stubble. No, I don't think it'll look very good in stubble. No, nah, but like, it's either he has to either stay clean shaved or go for a full beard. Um, it would be cool, but that's just not who he right, is. Right, right. But anyway, that was my random question. But anyway, man. So, what? Th- this is what a, a time. Hell of a podcast. Hell of a time to be alive. Hell of a time to be a Red Raider. Um, whew, I'm out of breath. Um, we're playing <laughs> Friday at nine. If we win there, we're playing probably playing Sunday night. I don't know when that. It, yeah. They'll 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 have that time set by the time their game's over on Friday. Um, but. It's just fun. It's a fun time, you know. The, 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 this I, I don't consider this a job, but this will hopefully be my job someday. It's easier to get a job when your team's good, and right now I'm loving my job. Yeah, man, this is fun. And uh, regardless, we'll try to do a podcast right. by the Final Four time. If we're in it, it'll be the oh, wildest if, if podcast. We it, if we in it, if, if we in it, if we in it, what am I? What am I? Hood now? If we're in it, if it's gonna be a it. wild ride. That you better book a lot for, but it's gonna be fun. Man, if we're in the final four, the podcast might be more us just yelling. 
<laughs> an actual podcast discussion. You're not wrong at all. Can you believe that right. we won? Man, yeah, th- you might have to like get on your phone and just right. record an instant right. reaction podcast whenever that game's over. But anyway, as for um, this one, I think we're good here. Yeah, we've covered all the bases. Let's 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 wreck Purdue, wreck Boston, wreck everything in existence that we can get our hands on. Um, fi- again, find this on uh, SoundCloud, Facebook, iTunes, um, or my YouTube. YouTube page. Go back to the beginning of the video. You can look right. that up. Or or if you're from the Wesley or me seeing me in the streets, just I'll just spit this back to you because I because I like talking. Or if you're just a tech fan, so yeah, flash the guns up, it, say it's, what's it's, up. It's 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 great. It's but, a great uh, time of year to be in Lubbock. As for us, I think we're gonna stand out here and say uh, wreck 'em and wreck Purdue. All right, wreck 'em tech.